Hello, hello, and welcome to a very special episode of Stream It this week. So Stream It is the ultimate film and TV podcast. Hello, yes, for children and their families. And today we're celebrating what an awesome year it has been in the last year of the podcast. Now, 2022 was the year that we launched. We've had some pretty incredible guests so far. I think for me, looking back, I mean, we've had Isabella Papas that was on for the Villains of Valley View. And we actually had Ollie, who was one of the listeners of Stream here, ask an awesome question in that one. That was a really good interview and an awesome show, by the way. So if you are looking for something fun to kick off 2023, go check that out. It's Villains of Valley View. Who's ready for family movie night? This is what ordinary families do. Ugh, ordinary? How do we do ordinary? We're a family of supervillains. Amy, what the? What? Let's try this again. We're the Maddens, a normal family that just moved into the neighborhood. <laughs> Amy, stop it. Remind me where you're from again. Tallahassee. Normal? Yeah, no. Jake has super strength. Pretty sweet, huh? Our mom controls electricity. Our dad's a mad scientist. <laughs> and our little brother, Colby, is a towel. No, wait, a dog. No, wait, a sweater. Yeah, we have some super secrets. Like we're hiding out from supers. And super villains. <laughs> yeah, I made them really mad. And normies, too. And our neighbor, Hartley. We think she might know what's going on. How are my favorite super villains? Whoa. Yeah, I totally know what's going on. I mean, they have a secret lair in my grandma's basement. Well, that's a red flag. Now, obviously, an amazing opportunity to be working with Disney. How did that feel when you got that phone call? Oh, it was crazy. I remember I was in a dance lesson and I got a FaceTime from my agent. And that was how I knew that something good had happened, because obviously they don't want to see my face and tell me, (laughs) oh, yeah, you haven't got the part. Yeah. No, um, but (laughs) they FaceTimed me and they told me that I got the part. And it was it was really surreal because at first it was a pilot. So, you know, the episode before they take it to full series. So I was waiting, you know, for that. And at that point, it was just one episode. And then we got the call after I'd filmed that, that it was going to be, you know, a full 20 episode series for Disney. And I think that was just, that was surreal. Yeah, I bet. I bet as well, you kind of have that moment, don't you? Like, oh, it's happening now. Especially when you've kind of gone through the pilot and everything like that. You kind of have that, that switch it up moment. Yeah, 100%. And I think that there were so many little moments of things that happened on that show that were kind of mind-blowing because there's a lot of stuff on Disney that, you know, you watch as a kid and you never imagine yourself being able to do. The expectation's quite high. So, like, you go into it super excited about it and then also in the back of your mind, you're like, this is Disney. You know, like, this is yeah. a real thing. How did it compare for you doing film as opposed to all the stage work that you'd previously done, obviously, in your earlier career? Ooh. Oh, well, I love theater and I actually have said that I think that theater was one of the things that helped me to prepare for this because when you're doing a multicam, it's like you have to do a lot of rehearsal. There's a lot of memorization. They change the script a bunch. So it's kind of similar in that way to, you know, doing a play. You're having to memorize a lot more than you would have to memorize on a single cam show when they can kind of, you know, stop and you can just be fed the line and just say it. It's the script is constantly changing. You have to do it right because of the timing of the jokes. And I mean, it was just also it's high stakes. It's Disney, like you said, you know, I mean, but it I think that theater definitely prepared me for this a lot. And I love theater. Theater is the thing that gives me the most excitement. It gives me the most adrenaline. And yeah, I really want to do another play or a musical again sometime soon for sure. I'm sure you will, for sure. (laughs) Maybe we could take Havoc to the stage. What do we think? Oh, Oh, yeah. I like the sound of that. That would be great. A bit scary, too, though. (laughs) 
right? <laughs> supervillain on stage. I'm going to be very close to those supervillains if I'm watching the audience. You'd need to have like a, a glass screen in between her and the audience for sure. Okay, so in the show, um, you're forced to take your entire family to Texas. Yes. Okay, so I've got family in Texas. You do? I have family in Texas. Yeah, I've been to Texas a lot. So I've got a question for you. Okay. What would be your taco order if you went to Texas? If you had one potential taco to eat, we're going to have an option here out of fish, chicken, beef and bean, or classic avocado. Okay, well, I already know what mine is because over the summer, over the Christmas break when we were filming this, I went to Texas. Right. We went on a road trip and I got fish tacos. Hey, yeah. fish. <laughs> I knew it was going to be fish. It's got to be fish. If you're not choosing fish tacos, you're doing it wrong. I love fish tacos, especially there's a place that I go in California. I took advantage of the fact that I could go surfing because I used to surf all the time. And there was like the shack that sold fish tacos right by the beach. And so me and my friend who plays my little brother on the show, his name's Malachi, we would go and surf together and get fish tacos every time we went surfing. Oh, sounds like a dream, right? It does sound like a dream. We were talking about it before and i was like i wonder if it's going to be the avocado because i feel like it's quite a sophisticated choice <laughs> yeah I do. I do like avocado though that would be i normally get avocado on my fish taco oh, oh well that was a game changer it's given me a good option for when i go to texas next fish and avo yeah. taco yeah oh, what a life as well filming disney surfing eating tacos sounds like a dream <laughs> yeah i know excited <laughs> that's me amy you know just your average girl This is my brother, Jake. He has some strong qualities. Well, I also have a younger brother, Colby. What up, fam? He's going through... Okay, but my parents... This is how we're going to spend our weekends. This is what ordinary families do. They're shockingly typical. (laughs) For the Maddens. Just your normal, wholesome, good family. Aside from wanting to take over the world, just like everybody else. We're just trying to fit in, and it's totally working. Right? Everyone just act normal! Now, of course, you have to hide your superpowers uh, in in the series. So we would like to give you some superpowers, and we want to know how you think you would hide them. (gasps) Okay. So we have this uh, very sophisticated bowl right here. Lovely white bowl. There you go. It's very classy. (laughs) We'll put this in front of you just here. And this is what you would do as well, personally, not the character, as in actually you. Yeah. Actually me. So this is how I would hide whatever superpower I get. Okay. Um, Let me see. Every time you laugh, everything you touch turns to chocolate. So it's kind of like a superpower, but it's also really great because you can eat it. Well, that's amazing. But how'd you hide that? Okay. Every time I laugh, everything I touch turns to chocolate. I would go... Oh, I know what I would do. I would go to... Well, I would say that I would go to a chocolate fountain probably and lean next to it (gasps) constantly so that, I mean, I'm touching something that's already chocolate. Oh my no gosh, this is a really good know. idea. Yeah, I didn't think you'd answer like that. That's a, <laughs> that's a great idea. That's the best idea ever. I came up with all these things in my head of like ways to stop myself laughing, but I love that you're like, no, I will laugh. Yeah. And no one will know. There's no way I can't not laugh. I was like, well, I could think of ways to not laugh, but that's really hard. And I don't think that I'd be very good at that because I laugh pretty much every five seconds. I laugh when I speak. So I love it. I, I went to it. option B. <laughs> Right, so That's the, brilliant. The first one you've got sorted. They might get a little bit harder on the next mm, one. Yeah, okay. this may be harder to hide. Okay. If you could fly, what's so like? I'm constantly flying. Well, no, you have the ability to fly, but like, how would you hide? 
the fact you're flying? How would I hide the fact I'm flying? So if you needed to fly, Ooh. how can people like not see that you're flying? That's a really good one. And this has to be a me answer. Mm. So I can't involve magic. So like right now, you finish and you think, I want to fly home. But how do you hide that? Oh, okay, wait. I would get... Okay, I know what I would do. I would get a... You know one of those old-fashioned things that they used to... Like, you know, you see it in, like, drawings where they've got, like, the wings and they hold on to it on either uh, side. What is that called? Uh, well, like, the sport where they hold on. Or, no, like, they kind of turn into a kite. Like, you look like a flying squirrel. Yes. Those things. I would get one of those. I wouldn't actually be using it, but I would just be <laughs> flying. So somebody would think you're using it, but you're actually just flying. Yeah. So disguise. That's like what we'd probably it. say for that one. Disguise. Disguise. I was thinking flying at night. Oh, that's smarter than what I just said. <laughs> but then there's not really much to do at 1am. So it's kind of like during the day, you want to be flying yeah. around. I like this. Yeah. Good idea. I like that. The skies. And then you can do it whenever okay. you like then. For sure. Okay. Next one. Let's see. Ooh. Okay. Knowing everything in the world. <sighs> You'd have to ask my dad about that one. Uh. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> um, how would I hide that? So I'm... Uh, when we say knowing it's everything so it could be any maths question anybody asks you about a location you know absolutely everything yeah that's easy just wear glasses and no one will question it (laughs) i'm joking (laughs) um i don't know i would Ooh, that's really hard it would be so tempting wouldn't it because if someone told you something you'd be thinking that's not right that's not right and you'd have to also sometimes be wrong, maybe, to try and hide it. But how yeah. would you do it? How would you hide that power? It's a good power. It's a power I'd like. I would... Oh, 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 okay. I would carry around, like, a bunch of books constantly with me so that I would pretend that I'm, like, looking through these books to find the answer to what you're talking about. But actually, I already know it. Oh. I would pause for, like, a really long amount of time before answering, too. I feel like you'd have your acting skills helping you out there, yeah. for sure. <laughs> Like no one would know. You'd just be frantically looking through these books. Yeah, I like it. I think my highlight's the first one, though. That chocolate, that's genius with the chocolate fountain. That is absolute genius. It is. I would never have thought of that, ever. It's brilliant. So obviously, we're going back to the series now. So Amy has the normal side of Amy, but then also has the supervillain side, Mm -hmm. right? So things change for Amy. Yes. So Amy has to try and act normal, but has this darker side. Yes. And right. I think I think that the cool thing about it is is that on a lot of shows it's like they're a normal kid who gets a superpower and then they're trying to hide it. On this show it's that her normal is being evil and having this superpower. So the disguise for her is actually the normal person. And I think that it was really fun to play with that. I mean you even see it in her costume. I mean, she learns how to dress, she learns how to look normal, but not too normal. You know, normal for her. So normal for her still stands out because she's a super bold person. I mean, she's never going to look like everyone else or act like everyone else. But she's also not very good at hiding it. I mean, if you're if you're talking about being good at hiding who you are, there's so many. I mean, literally every episode almost she almost gives it away. She's so bad at controlling, you know, her emotions and controlling, you know, how loud she is, because that's literally her power. It's got to be tough, though, right? Oh, God, be so tough. I couldn't imagine trying to hide yourself every single day. I know. I mean, well, it's like it's like when you get too excited in a conversation and you start speaking really loudly and everyone's like, you have to be quiet because of something that's so hard. That's like how she is every single day talking for her in any situation is probably like that. So it was really fun to play with. She's always on edge. She's always, you know, she's always just you can tell in every scene. She's always the person who's about to make a mistake. But I think that that was kind of the fun part about playing her. 
for sure. I feel like I can relate to that. I feel like I'm always the person that's about to make a mistake. I know, I feel like that too. <laughs> I'm like, oh no, oh no, I've done it again. I've said something I, I shouldn't know. have. <laughs> um, now we kind of want to know your opinion on whether this is a hero or villain move. So we're going to give you a few scenarios and you're going to tell us if you think it's a hero move or a villain move. Because I okay. feel like you'd know the best. Absolutely. Like kind of Amy move or, well, an Amy move or a Havoc move. Okay. Yes. Right? Yes. Okay, so the first one is eating the last donut in the house. Is it a hero move or a villain move? <sighs> I mean... There's two sides to this. You've got to look at both sides of this here. (laughs) You're making it sound so intense. Yeah, it is. a very deep philosophical (laughs) question. Absolutely, because if you eat the donut, you know, you're saving the pounds for your dad, right? He doesn't need the last donut. Yeah, I think that it's a hero. I think it's definitely more of an Amy move. I think that for me to think it was a villain move, she would have to eat all of the donuts. Yeah. Not just the last one. Right. That's a villain move. The last one, though. I know, but maybe they've all already had one. Oh, yeah. Okay. I, I like it. <laughs> maybe I like it's it. her fair share. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> okay. Or maybe it's just a case of, hey, I'm here. It's the last one. I know. I've, I've learned playing this character. I try and justify literally everything that she does, <laughs> no matter how bad it is. <laughs> okay. We've got one more. Uh, completing your homework on time. Hero or villain move? Hmm. Oh, that has to be a hero move. Uh, but then again, I mean, I mean, I'm saying that from the perspective of someone who's character never does homework at all i mean she literally doesn't do any of it she she barely goes to schools there's a line in the show about how she comes back with a report card and she says apparently you're not allowed to miss 38 days straight of school in a row they should have told me that so i mean she's setting the bar pretty low i would say that's a hero movie yeah. it's definitely a hero move isn't it mm-hmm. yeah yeah doing your homework on time is probably a good it is probably a good thing for sure and yeah. I think this last one's going to be controversial for mm. some of our listeners as well for sure is putting your chocolate in the fridge a hero move or a villain move that is a villain move <laughs> what I'm sorry no it was going so well I'm sorry that's a villain move so you put your chocolate in the cupboard yes oh because otherwise, because otherwise, when you cut it, like to make pancakes or if you're about to eat it, then it's like so tough and cold. You don't have any of the nice gooiness. But when Not you, completely gooey, but you know. Yeah. yeah, but like when you get that bit of chocolate out of the fridge and it's cold and it's just, oh, it's so good. And then you have the water to wash it down. I think it's a hero move. You wash your chocolate down with water? Yeah, just after it. <laughs> anyway. Oh, you're losing the tasty. I'm actually even further the other way. I heat mine up. You heat your chocolate up. I yes. heat, okay, so I don't heat my chocolate up, but if I have anything with chocolate in it, like let's say it's a cookie. So I love to bake, so I'll always make cookies. Everyone else in my house eats the cookies like room temperature. I can't do that. I have to put them, I have to heat them up. I agree. Like they need to be gooey. They need to, the chocolate needs to be melting. If ever you come back on to stream it, cookies. Okay, <laughs> I will. Next time I will bring cookies. I promise. Excellent. Excellent. That is a hero move. That, that is, is a hero, hero move. move. Yeah. Uh, so Isabella, we have a question from a listener. He's called Ollie. He's actually here right now. Hey, Ollie. Hi. Have you got your question for Isabella? Yeah. Go ahead. What's the most evil thing you've done in the character? And what's the most evil thing you've done in real life? <gasps> That's like one of the best questions I've ever been asked. Okay. The most evil thing I've done as the character, without giving it away, it's 
pretty bad. I mean, I, I, I mean, I, I destroy someone in the series. No, at one point, Des- destroy. Yes. <laughs> oh, no. Destroy forever. <gasps> oh no. Yep. Oh, all you're getting the juicy details here. Yeah, I can't yeah. say who though because otherwise that would be very bad. But um, but the most evil thing I've done in real life. Oh, trying to think oh okay i have one thing that i used to do that was pretty bad when i was about your how old are you 10 okay yeah when i was your age i used to forge book reports in the girls toilets oh. <laughs> <laughs> like for people who didn't get their signature from their parents i would just forge their signature no. <laughs> that's really bad though don't do that guys <laughs> No, I was really, really worried about what you was going to say. And oh, I you think that I did something that. like really awful? No, imagine I was like, <laughs> that is pretty bad, though, isn't it, Ollie? Yeah. Do you reckon you'd ever do that, Ollie? No. No, see, he's that better is than I was. <laughs> also, Mum's watching, right? Yeah. Yeah. So even if you do do it, you can't say. Yeah, he can't confess too much. Yeah. Ollie, thank you so much for coming on. Was that fun? Yeah. And you've been on stream it as well. Mm-hmm. Just say hello, quick. Hello. There we go. Isabella, thank you so much for stopping by as well and having a chat. Thank you. Also, Molly Rainford was on. She came to say hello. She spoke to Robin all about Nova Jones. And that was super cool. And uh, obviously, Molly is great and a good friend of us at Fun Kids too. So Nova Jones is another must-see. What a year it's been for Stream It. Walk through the room, you can see I got it I can walk it, talk it, yeah You can't help but stop and stare Try to keep up, but you know I'll top it I'm electric, plug me into the speakers, I'll begin If I don't know which planet we're going to, how can I know what to wear? Thank you so much for joining us today, Molly Thanks for having me I, of course, have been stalking you (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and we know you as a singer, of course, from Britain's Got Talent. Yeah. That's actually many years ago. Which I know. It's strange to say because you're so young. <laughs> yeah. Still. I know. I'm like an old an old pro already. <laughs> no, I love that. And of course, you played Chloe as well in Million Between. Yes. Yeah. So you've got your singing, you've got your acting. And I also saw that you love your dancing as well. Yes. Yeah. Age old question. What's your favourite? Obviously singing. <laughs> Obviously. I mean, do you know what? I feel like they all come hand in hand at some point. Like you can't sing without moving a little bit, you know. And like you, if you're, if you're singing a song, you're going to act out the words. You're going to feel the emotion of the song. So I feel like they all come together. But singing's my main love. Yeah. yeah. Which is exactly why this is perfect. Exactly. Right? It's like the best role in the world. <laughs> <laughs> and what is that role then, Molly? So Tellers. I am Nova Jones in the new series Nova Jones on CBBC. Yeah, exciting. <laughs> I honestly, when I saw the trailer, I was like, this is exactly what I needed when I was young. Mm-hmm. Like, this is perfect. I know. And it's like, for me, I, I want to be a pop star on Earth and I get to be a pop star in the galaxy. It's like, it's the best, it's the best job ever. It's true. And so, of course, you're an intergalactic pop star in this series. What is an intergalactic pop star? Tell us. So... 
it's it's like Beyonce times a thousand. That's that's what I'm gonna say. I mean, it's not just the Earthlings that you're performing to. It's it's the aliens. It's all the different species out there that we don't even know exist, and they're Nova fans apparently. <laughs> I love this. I love that it's Beyonce times a thousand. This is brilliant. So of course you're a pop star. You're performing to all these different planets. So what is the kind of like premise of the story? What kind of happens? Okay, so Nova is what I like to call, and I use this a lot but it's just the perfect way to explain her she's a lovable diva right and we basically travel throughout space with her crew on the jefferson so we have the captain who obviously drives the ship (laughs) and and his little sidekick sid yeah and then i'm also managed by my little sister mclaren oh my goodness so she looks so much she bosses me around she's really the the grown-up of the two i think (laughs) (laughs) and of course you've got a chef in there as well oh baby (laughs) Uh, chef dindins is like unbelievable what baby do you know that can just cook up a storm I mean, it's impressive because I can't cook. <laughs> Can you cook? Are I you mean, good cook? Do you know what? I think throughout the the lockdown, I mm-hmm. really got into cooking because that was like the one thing I was looking forward to. I was like food. Yes. <laughs> so I'm not much of a baker. I, I'll leave that to the the pros and the bake off guys because they're unbelievable. But I mean, I like cook. I, I'm white right cookies, mm-hmm. but not much of a baker. More of a pasta. So we'll leave it to Chef Dindin. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm assuming you didn't actually film in outer space, or did you? No, I didn't. I, I actually filmed in Belfast. Oh, okay. Yeah, so that was like my first trip, well, my first long trip over there, and mm-hmm. it was so much fun. Although I didn't get to see a lot because of, of course. the situation, but, yeah. but I can't wait to, to go back. So how did they get you into outer space then? How does that work? So we're filmed by all with a green screen. So we mm-hmm. have the set and like Nova's bedroom and, and the canteen at the diner and the cockpit, but we don't have the stars and the ships around us. So it's Got all you. green. And then the guys at Jam work their magic and they put us in space. I love this. We're getting like <laughs> proper behind the scenes. I know. <laughs> all the juicy bits. It's very <laughs> cool. The Nova Jones story. I've got my top men on the job. Captain of the North. The North of Space. The Fields. Now, I'd love to play a little game with you. Great. Because, of course, you play Nova, who is this intergalactic pop star. And here at Fun Kids, we'd like to help you create your own planet. <gasps> wow. How cool is this? <laughs> so we're going to set out the rules for this planet, because, of course, every planet needs its own rules. Of course. So I'm going to help you a little bit. So I'm going to ask you some questions. Right. And then we can form this incredible planet together. Okay? Wicked. So... What food are we going to be eating all day, every day? What food are we eating? So it is a pasta. It's it's quite an Italian cuisine kind of planet. Because <laughs> I can't live without different types of pasta. I think it's just the best. I love it. Are we doing it for breakfast? Are we that strong on the pasta? Well, I'm sure we could get some sort of brekkie pasta thing. We'll ask Chef Dindons. Maybe he'll give us some... See? Some choices. We've already got Chef Dindins there. He's there, he's there. <laughs> Brilliant. Now, of course, this is going to be such a huge part of your planet, I'm assuming. Mm-hmm. Music. Oh, of course. I mean, I think it should be a rule that from about seven in the morning, everyone has to have their radios on. 
Got just yeah. playing all the hits. Yeah. You know. <laughs> what kind of tunes are we, we talking? What's your fave? Oh, that's tough. I mean, obviously Nova's got to be playing because... Yeah. Duh. Duh. Um, <laughs> but I think, I think a bit of everything. I think we all need to be like exploring new genres of music you know pop r&b motown you know all that good stuff bit of reggae you know we've got, we've got to just feel all the rhythms and feel all the rhymes i love that we're just throwing it all in there <laughs> yeah. go for it go for it what a planet <laughs> now the all-important question is like how are we getting to school that's tough isn't it oh that is tough I mean, I'm I'm quite a fan of the tube system we have in <laughs> London. I'm not going to lie. I mean, I think it's it's pretty cool. So I think we'd have our own kind of space tube, you know. A space tube? A space tube. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Now, I feel like we've set out some rules. We know what we're eating. We've got the music playing, of mm-hmm. course. We know how we're getting to school. All important. So we need three other rules. What do you think you would Ooh. make the three other rules? I think one rule would be that Whatever you wear, you have to add a little bit of colour. Oh, I like it. So we're not going overboard. It's not like you have to dress like Nova every day. But I think even if you wore all black and you had a pink lipstick, you have to just bring in the colour somehow. Okay. Okay. I like it. I like Mm, it. What else? I think another rule would be that when you wake up, you have to say one good thing that you're going to do today or one thing that's going to excite you today. I love that Because I think that would make everyone pretty positive. It would, wouldn't yeah. it? That's a really good rule. Yeah, I like that. And maybe you like have to tell each other. Yeah, maybe you go, today, this is what I'm going to do. And then you got to tell your friend so you actually do it. You know, that's so otherwise good. you might not do it. That's it, yeah. We all do that, don't we? <laughs> yeah. We're like, yeah, mom, of course I'll tidy my room. No. <laughs> yeah. I'm not tidying my room. <laughs> okay, so you've got one last rule. Oh, Use it that wisely. Is tough. That is tough. But I think every school needs to have one little sweet that you can get every break time, you know, oh. like just a treat, mm. but just to give you that fuel for the next lesson. Yes. Do you know what I mean? You have to have like one little, little treat yeah. just in the break time. Maybe like a chocolate mm-hmm. or I don't know, a little cake or yeah. a cookie. But I think it should be like complimentary. Like yes. School, oh, yeah. school has to hand that out. Yeah. It's like the rule. That is the rule. And you've made the rules of the planet. That is it. So it has to be done. It's, there's no going back now. There's no going back now. <laughs> the government has spoken. <laughs> I love that. Well, the very last question we haven't done yet is we haven't named our planet. So what are we going to name it? Ooh, it's got to be something with sparkle, I think. Guys, I think I need some suggestions. Yes. I think I, maybe you guys need to tell me because... Shall we? Yes, please. Shall, yes, let's get our Fun Kids listeners to name your planet. Yay! Yes. Well, I'll definitely let you know what the name is. And I mean, we're not like bossing. We're just saying sparkles would be a good shout, right? Yeah, something with sparkles yeah. or, or a colour in the name would be great. <laughs> I love it. Well, I want to live on this planet, mainly for the pasta, for Yeah, 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 me too. <laughs> just for the pasta. That'd be an ideal world. <laughs> well, we cannot wait to see Nova Jones, of course, yourself in action. And you see it on CBBC and I play it as well. Yes, it's on CBBC at five. I love it. Well, thank you so much for your time today. And I know our Fun Kids listeners can not wait see you <laughs> thank you for having me <laughs> I can
We've had some megastars on the pod last year too. I mean megastars. Here's a clip from arguably the most famous of them all. It's comedy legend Jim Carrey. Yeah, he popped by on stream it talking about Sonic the Hedgehog 2. What's happening? <laughs> okay, quick version. Robotnik is back. I discovered the source of ultimate power. We need to get it back or the world is doomed. You brought some kind of space porcupine. I am an echidna warrior. Hmm. We've been talking about designing our own robots and we thought what better person to bring in on that debate. Oh, wow. Yeah. Design your own robots. What did you design? So what we were kind of thinking, like, would we have robots that would be more our friends, robots that would help us achieve stuff? And as Dr. Robotnik in Sonic 2, I feel like you're in that headspace uh-huh. of robot design. If you could design your own robot. Yeah, I, I think I'd have a robot that brought me down to size, right. you know, that really a soul level. Not a personal, not even, not a, not a physical. A robot that knew everything I did on Google. Oh, no. It could humiliate me on a constant <laughs> basis just to keep me humble. Be, I mean, it's, it's an interesting one. It's an interesting yeah. one. I'd, I'd go for the, the massive Eggman robot from the film. Yeah, oh, yeah. I quite like that. Isn't that beautiful? That's beautiful. I love the design that they've come up with, the, 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 some of the robot stuff on this, on this film. That's the fun thing that I get to look forward to. I haven't seen the finished film myself. You know, I was in a, in a rough cut when I was in the editing room playing around with Jeff. And uh, so I get to at the family screening, I get to see it for the first time. And I'm always blown away by the artist, by the, the CG brilliance that they come up with. Man, it's fantastic. I'm really glad that I still have a place in this new automated world where, you know, <laughs> humans are merely the hosts for CG uh, animation. <laughs> yeah, that's what we don't want. We don't we don't want the deep fake Jim Carrey appearing in like Sonic 8 <laughs> oh, that's or too something. Late. I've already signed over my corporal rights. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> and like what well, the robots are evolving and also your character evolves as well. I feel like we're getting more and more closer to that kind of Eggman character in, in the games. I like yes. the evolution. Yes. Yeah, I think, you know, I, I've been trying to get them, you know, pushing them toward what people are, you know, generally recognize. Uh, I wanted the round suit, you know, the big, you know, that's going to be coming big next round suit and stuff like that. They didn't they didn't go for that, but uh, they did let me have the mustache, which was good. <laughs> Maybe that's coming up. Maybe after a, a different kind of L.A. breakfast to kind you of never know. It's really up to the fans. You know, I mean, they had a big effect on the first look of Sonic, you know, so the fans can. Uh, kind of have their way with these kind of things. They seem to be in control. If they, if, if they call for the fat robotic, then that's just what's going to have to happen. It might happen. Yeah, it could happen. <laughs> Jim, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. Good to see you. Hey, you got a little something on your... Uh, Someone call an Uber? It's cold in here. Let's turn up the heat. The Winter Soldier. Fear not, citizen. You are terrible at this. Your negative attitude is not helping. We stick together, no matter what. You're unskilled. Untrained. Unworthy. 
You forgot one. Unstoppable. Stand still and die! For a guy named Knuckles, you are really bad at punching. And speaking of comedy legends, it didn't stop there. George spoke to Gru himself, Steve Carell, about minions, the rise of Gru. Minions! There are a lot of other villains in the world, but I am going to be a super villain. This world is mine for the taking. Make me king as we move toward a new world order. This puny little child thinks he can be a villain. I am pretty despicable. You better look. Well, hi, Steve. Hey, how are you? I'm well. How are you? I'm very well, thank you very much. It's lovely to meet you. We're here to talk about the, uh, the return of Minions, the rise of Gru. Very exciting. Uh, the latest in the Despicable Me series. When It's been a few years since you know, your last outing as Gru. When you're not making these films, do you miss being Gru? I, I, have, to, I have to be Gru every day. To keep, to keep myself in Gru, I, and it's been years, but I, I have to do Gru every day. For probably eight hours. Like very method. Very method. Like do your family get a little bit tired of them? Very tired. They do. Yeah. Okay. They well, left a long time ago. Yeah. No, no. I mean, I, I could see that kind of being annoying, but... Yeah. 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 That's a lot of group. Maybe like after nine in the morning, 9 a.m. after like just waking up. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, okay. before everybody gets up is when I should try to do yeah. it. Yeah. Just like, yes. Okay. Well, it's popular. I mean, I was going to ask, I'm imagining it's a fairly regular occurrence that you kind of get parents and kids see you in the street and the parents go, screw, do the voice. Um, does that happen a lot? And is, is there a place that you just strike, you know, you remember being a really bizarre place where someone's asked you to do the groove voice and you're like, here? People don't generally ask me to do the groove voice. No? The only time people ask are when friends ask me to like do a voice message for their kids. Okay. Because... Um, it's usually better if the voice isn't associated with anything other than, you know, the animated version of yeah. Gru. And so I, you know, I'll sometimes do like a birthday shout out or something to, you know, yeah. a friend's kid. Okay, so you've never been somewhere really weird and been like, not weird. No. Um, if you'd be happy to do so, I've got a, a little game to finish with. It's something very clever. So, like, just maybe hold on to your seats because this is... Okay. It's going to blow your minds. It's a game called... Gru wants to be a millionaire. Okay. Uh, I've got five questions on the kind of despicable me world. Okay. Um, I'm wondering maybe maybe we put a little charitable spin on it. They're very easy questions. If you get through all five, I'll donate £25 to charity. Five pounds a question. If okay. you don't get through it, maybe maybe you could. Okay. Yeah? Sure. See you on brand. Okay. You ready? Yes. Here goes. Question number one worth five pounds. In the, the, the Despicable Me film series, who plays the lead role of Gru? Is it A. Leonardo DiCaprio, B. Brad Pitt, C. Jamie Foxx, or D. Steve Carell? Steve Carell. It is correct. That's five pounds. This is your ten pound question. Uh, who is the oldest orphan sister in the Despicable Me series? Is it A. Agnes, B. Edith, C. Margot, or C. Lola? Or D. Lola? Uh, Lola. 
It, it could be. So we'll move on to <laughs> question number three, which is where it's did not Lola? It's it might no, not be. I, no, um, uh, no, it's no Marcos. Oh yes, that was it. Yeah, we've been in these. I, I was uh, joking. Lola doesn't exist in the Despicable Me no, franchise. Exist, no. um, question number three is where did Groove steal the Eiffel Tower from? A Las Vegas, B Rome, C Blackpool, or D Paris? It's kind of a trick. These are tricks. They're tricks. Yeah, I think you know. I'll, I'll say Paris. It, it's for a good cause. It's for a good cause. Um, well. As it's a good cause, I'll say, let's keep going. And if you get the next two right, I will also match it and okay. everyone wins. So, Oh, was it, it was Las Vegas. Was, was it the Las it Vegas? It was Las Vegas. Okay. That, well, then I was... Oh, correct. I actually got you there. Yeah, you did get oh, me sorry. there. Because okay. I, yeah. That I, wasn't very fun. I didn't. Um, you'll get this one, though. This is for the £20 question. Don't count on it. <laughs> Maybe not. How many fingers does a minion have? A1, B2, C3, or D4? Two. How many opinions does a minion have? Do they have three? How many? They uh, they might have three. You said have, three how many right? eyes do a minion? I mean, they some, some some sometimes they have one. They sometimes they have two. Maybe they're you're right. You know what? Maybe there are minions that have. Do they have three fingers? I believe so. Three? Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you'd know more than me. So would, I guess I would. I'm going to go with your answer rather than mine. You know what? Ask me again. Uh, how many fingers does a minion have? Three. Uh, yes. Which leads on to this question. I don't know what's really at stake here. I'm going to say, if you get it right, I'm going to say, if you get it right, we both give £25 to charity. Sure. Let's go for it. Okay. If I get it wrong, we're both going to give £25 Fine, to charity. How, how, does, how tall is a minion uh, on average, Steve? A, 30 centimetres. B, 110 centimetres. Uh, C, 280 centimetres. Or D, 750. See, I, it's tough. That's because tough we, That's Because we, we go by inches. Okay. So a centimetre... That has no, no I, I have I think no I'm gonna idea. Go, I'm gonna I go, would say, th- was it 30? Was that one of your questions? Well, so I think three inches is about 100 centimeters. Right. That helps. Was it 30 centimeters? Was your 30 first? centimeters was A, 110 was B. I would say 30 centimeters. They're, they're about that, that well, big. Well, um, it's not right, but you know what? You got it. I think what is a, it's 110 how, centimeters. Really? Yeah. But it's a metric system. It's We're very strange here in the UK. They're, but they're. No, I, maybe maybe more like 30 inches. Do you know who's won here? Yeah. Charity. We are all winners. Yeah, we're brilliant. You're brilliant. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you. Um, and yeah, everyone I'm listening to Fun Kids, go check out the brand new Minions, The Rise of Green. You're going to love it. And we've also had some incredible moments from you. Yeah, here's a selection of some of our favourite kids reviews where you tell us all about your fave watches. One of my favourite films is an animation by Disney Pixar. I first watched it when I was really small. I think I was probably about four years old. I think it's definitely something for everyone to watch, whatever your age. I watched it again quite recently with my brother, and he's 17 and still loves it. I don't think he can ever get tired of it. If you haven't watched it, you should. The film is Cars. It has a really fun story with unforgettable characters. It's about a young race car called Lightning McQueen 
who is on his way to a huge race in California, but ends up in a small town called Radiator Springs, where he learns the importance of friendship and that winning and racing isn't everything in life. <laughs> the music is brilliant too. What I really love about the movie are the voices and all the different personalities of the cars. There's lots of funny moments, but one of my personal favourites is the opening scene when Lightning McQueen is getting ready to race. The music starts and the race begins. In today's Stream It, you are listening to Pedro Newsman, and I'm reviewing for you the best film I have seen in the cinema this year. Minions Rise of Gru, which I have scored a 7 out of 10. A sequel of the Minions franchise set in the fresh vibe of the 1970s, Gru, who is still voiced by Steve Carell, is growing up in the suburbs and is a big fan of a supervillain group known as the Vicious Six. Together with his crew of Minions, Kevin, Stuart, Bob, and a new character, Otto, who wears braces, plan to join the Vicious Six and soon embark on their first missions to impress. Gru uses his smarts and soon they become at the odds with the group and suddenly find themselves the mortal enemy of the apex of evil. I love the silliness of the comedy and the fact that the film keeps you laughing. The plot twist was so unpredictable, and I think it's really important that a film keeps you guessing along the way. If you like any of the Despicable Me films, then you will love this latest installment, because it shows in the background of how Gru became the supervillain he is, and the fun and risky situations Gru and his minions went through. I would really have liked to have seen Gru's teenage period, which I feel like is not covered in the film very much. But maybe it's about, maybe it's because I'm about to be 13. Who knows? I'm not planning to rob a bank anytime soon. My favorite part was when the minions learned Kung Fu and learned to channel their inner beast. Something that we could all do with knowing how to do. Thanks for listening. This was Pedro Newsman. My favourite film is called The Parent Trap and it's quite an old film from 1998 and it's about two twins and when they were born they both got separated. So one lives with the mum and the mum lives with the dad and they finally meet each other at a school camp and they both have an idea to change lives with each other because no one will notice because they're both twins and look the exact same. So they do do that, and the mum and dad, they don't notice at all, because they look the same, and they're twins. And the actress that plays the twins is actually only one person, named Lindsay Lohan, and it's quite funny. What a year it has been for Streamit. I mean, from launching to having some of the most incredible guests that we could only have dreamed of coming onto the podcast. And also, thank you so much to you for being part of it in the Kids Review. Thank you so much to listening to Streamit as well in the last year. We hope you stick around for 2023. We have some really big plans. It's going to be a really exciting year for all of us. And we'll see you very soon. Happy New Year. Bye.